0: Hey friends, welcome to the 143 podcast with John and Emily Alexander. We are entering into a season in the church we call Lent. As we did on the podcast during the Advent season, we want to bring 40 days of reflection. Why 40 days? Because ultimately, Lent is a time where we honor and remember the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert, fasting and being tempted by Satan, before he began the ministry that God sent him to do for me and for you. So for the next 40 days, we will be reflecting on the life of Jesus, his ministry while on the ground, and ultimately end with the most important event of the Christian faith. No, not his death, but rather his resurrection. Let's call it Daily Reflections of Lent, shall we? Let's begin. At this, the Jews began to grumble about Jesus because he said, I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? Then the Jews began to argue among themselves, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. From this time, many of the disciples turned back and no longer followed. Do you want to leave too? Do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. John 6, verses 41 to 42, verses 52 to 53, and verses 66 through 69. You know, since 2020, I have been on a journey of getting to know Jesus in his humanity a little bit deeper than I ever had. What was he really like as a human? If he is made in the image of God, and this is our way of knowing and understanding the divinity of God, the mystery of God, in the personhood of Jesus, then that's what I want to sink my teeth into as the world was shutting down. Something I resolved in that season of time, which lasted about two years before returning to the rest of my Bible is that the greatest detriment we can do as readers, as we read our Bibles is to read as if we're always the one in the crowd who never walked away from Jesus. I think I was fooled to think this way because I know how the story ends. It's like in a horror film when we're screaming at the characters in the movie, you know, don't walk into the hands of the masked murderer. We see him on the other side of the wall or the door or in the shed. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Similarly, and I know this is kind of a weird parallel, But when we read our Bibles, we read it like, man, those Pharisees are idiots. Or come on, Peter, why would you deny the rabbi you've just spent all this time with? We're judgmental because we know the end. We see what's coming, but the Pharisees didn't have that privilege. Peter didn't know if Jesus would measure up to who he claimed to be we know we judge i was in a meeting recently where we were talking about what a gift it is to be on this side of the resurrection where we don't have to wonder if jesus was gonna be the messiah right and a friend and coworker of mine in her prayers was thanking god for giving us people in our bibles we could relate to and then she said they didn't know they were in the bible Huh? That struck me. That means that they were just living with their own assumptions, their own instincts, like we do every single day. So here's what I want us to think about and wonder and ask each other. In the story we read, which character are you? Are you like Peter, who just stayed no matter what? Or are you among the Pharisees who grumbled, who questioned Jesus' behavior, or were you one of the ones who would have just walked away? Reminder, we're trying to posture ourselves this Lenten season in a way where we don't know how the story ends. We know nothing of victory and defeat and resurrection, only Jesus's words I mean the question is are his words enough for us or would we have been among those that needed more proof? Let's pray glorious God I want to believe that your word is enough for me that I don't need you to prove your faithfulness to me, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's how I really live. When I say, search me, oh God, I'm not sure that's how I really am. Most of the time, I think I'm fighting to be the line leader where you have to follow me. But your goodness is such that you let it happen and then you simply pick us up when we stumble on the barrier that you would have seen if we would have let you lead. I confess that I don't wanna live like that, Lord. I ask for your eyes to see today the places in my life where I am trying to be first. Lead me, Lord, lead us. We want your presence and your provision And we ultimately want you to receive the glory for today. Thank you for loving us, Lord. We love you too. Amen.